right, welcome to another edition of the Galley Podcast. This is episode 24. Today we are doing a missions update with a couple of Galilee missionaries, Travis and Anna. Now, real quick, I know it's been a while. It's been a long while since we've had one of these. Really sorry. It took a little bit of a break. Um, we had holidays. Um, and this will this will definitely be the last one for 2020. But as we get back into 2021, uh, we're going to be doing some more podcasts. We're going to come back with season two. And so, uh, you know, we're going to be going to spend this time sort of planning what the next several uh, podcasts are going to look like, some different things. We're very excited. Um, next year is going to be the year of prayer. Um, this past year has been the year of uh, uh, the Bible, and we've took on the um great commitment to read through the Bible. In fact, um, as of recording this podcast, we are beginning the last book, Revelation. We read the first three chapters today, so we are about done with that. 2020 is about over, and we are going to get into 2021, and that's going to be the year of prayer for us. Uh, I've been working on a prayer guide um, to sort of guide us through the year, uh, similar to our reading plan. This is actually going to be a prayer plan, if you will. So, Great things coming our way. Probably going to kick off the year with a little, some discussion about prayer. Um, but anyways, be, so be on the lookout. 2020, uh, season two, Galley Podcast. Um, now for today, um, as I mentioned, we're going to do a follow-up with um, a couple, Travis and Anna. They are missionaries that we support here at Galilee. Um, and so we're very excited to have them. I was going to try to have them on much sooner, but, um, just life and stuff got in the way. And so, um, thankfully we get to have them today. Now, a couple of things I need you to understand before we, uh, get into today's, uh, podcast. Number one is, uh, that because of the n- nature of what Travis and Anna do, um, we will not say their last names. Now, some people in our church may know who they are, and that's great. Um, if you don't, you know, we'll be glad to tell you in person, but here on the podcast, we will not be using their last names. And you've probably already noticed, especially if you're watching on YouTube currently, that there is no video. That's, um, again, because of the nature of where they serve and what they do, uh, we have to sort of protect them. So no last names, no video. We're going to have just all audio today. And um, we are not also going to talk too much about where they serve at for our discussion purposes they serve in asia and we're just going to leave it at that um and so we don't want to say any more for that because because of again that where they are and the nature of their serve so but that doesn't mean that we're going to have a great conversation we're going to talk a lot about what they do they really do something cool that i think is really neat and fascinating and i'm i'm, I'm just really interested in learning more about and what that even looks like and then some of the other things that they're doing so hang on thanks for joining us today and let's hop right on into this week's edition of the galley podcast hey everybody i want to welcome you again to another edition of the galley podcast i'm very excited because we're getting to spend some time with some more of our mission partners um uh travis and anna so we're very excited to have them with us today you know, through the COVID season, we've been doing this podcast and the podcast has really been a great opportunity for us to um, highlight some of the different mission partners that we have. And so um, I'm really glad that today, we, before the year ends, we get to spend some time with Travis and Anna. They are kind of the new, we were just talking about this before we came on, they're the new, um, new ones that we support. So they're like 
sort of the new ones for a lot of us. And so they have some connections to our church. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But more importantly, we want to talk about what God is doing and what they're getting to partner with God and see him do. So welcome. Welcome to the Galley Podcast, Travis, Anna. Thanks. It's good to be here. All right. So real quick, um, where are you currently? Because you are so not we are... where you normally are. Yes. Yes, we are not where we normally are. We are in New York um, spending some time with my mom. Okay. So. Cool deal. So um, it, for the, you know, as I mentioned uh, in the introduction, um, because of the nature of the kind of mission and the kind of work that Travis and Anna do, we're, we're you know, we're just, we're not talking about, we're just kind of keeping things very general. And we're also very audio. So right now, if you're normally watching this on YouTube, and you're like, um, I think there's something wrong. I don't, you know, remember the only audio and there's a reason for that. And so um, these two have, have are, are doing some really cool things. And so we want to make sure that we honor that and honor their requests. So that's why you're not seeing anything right now. And you're just looking at a blank screen, but that's okay. Um, so for those who maybe um, don't know, let's, let's back up a little bit and let's just get, talk about who you guys are. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit of your story, um, tell us a little bit about the connection to Galilee, and then we'll, we'll start to talk about what, um, what you guys have been doing and then what you're doing right now. So cool. feel free yes. to hop in. Okay, so uh, my family moved to Georgia when I was in high school. I was starting ninth grade and going to Jefferson High School, and that's when we started going to Galilee. So I was really a part of the youth group there with that. And after I graduated high school, went on to Johnson University in Tennessee, but still kept really close with um, Galilee and a bunch of the stuff going on there. Um, I interned with Brian with the youth ministry one summer and I was doing handbells <laughs> with Don Brandon. And so we just got some fun connections there. Talk about um, something we're not supposed to mention out loud, the handbells. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me less cool? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, um, so, yeah, we did that. And it was through Galilee that I had a couple of my first overseas missions experiences. Um, with Brian and the youth group, I went down to Haiti two years, I think, with Galilee and a group from Galilee. And then um, I had been additionally um, working with Imagine Missions and stuff. And that was just really a great experience for me and really like ignited my passion to work overseas um, for Jesus, which is what I get to do now, which is cool. And now I'll let Anna kind of introduce herself. Um, I am from Minnesota, I'm born and raised there. So I did not experience Georgian life <laughs> <laughs> until I met Travis. But um, yeah, we met on a college internship and um, with the organization that we're currently working with and stuff. And we fell in love with it and we fell in love with each other. We got married in 2015 up in Minnesota and we've been kind of bouncing around, seeing family and different things. And then um, in 2017, yes. 2017 is when we officially moved overseas, mm -hmm. moved to our country. And um, yeah, 
in 20, 2020 in February is when we came back to the States here sure. to, um, because of COVID and stuff. And so we've been staying busy and things, but yeah. So um, three years altogether so far since we moved over and it's been quite a ride. Yeah. So why don't we talk a little bit about as much as we can, what you guys have been doing or what, um, what you did there, right? Or what, what, what was your mission or what's what it is? Yeah. So our organization does church planting and Bible translation, which are things we're allowed to say because you don't see our face or get our last name. <laughs> right. um, and so that's the kind of stuff we do. But the first thing we're having to do and that we've been doing for the first three years is really a ton of language learning, relationship mm. building, learning the culture. Where we are, we're, we're over in Asia and you know, like so many of the languages over there, the language we are learning is extremely difficult. And so we've been spending a lot of time doing that and really seeing some progress. Um, you know, being back in the States has slowed that a little bit. But yeah, just learning a ton about the language, the people, mm -hmm. the culture, and figuring out, you know, what aspects of the culture is it that it's like, wow, this is actually an awesome aspect of the culture that mm -hmm. is a great inroads to sharing Jesus, you know, and then kind of through some of the language learning, able to look and be like, oh, wow, when we translate the Bible, this part's going to be really difficult because, you know, maybe our language doesn't really have a simple way to explain something. Right. So it's really been building a foundation um, in order for us to do that work. Yeah. So is, is Bible translation, was that something that you both were just like, yeah, I love that. I love languages. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm curious. I'm a nerd when it comes to languages. <laughs> so I love them. Um, was that something you guys, were you just language people? you like, uh, I mean, respectfully language nerds like <laughs> I am. And you're just like, yeah, I want to learn a language and translate the Bible. So I am, I am yeah. like that. So yeah. I think I was counting it up the other day. And I think, you know, besides English, I think I've been learning like four or five different languages. And mm -hmm. so when I realized that I could use my love of language and translate the Bible for people who currently don't have the Bible in their language, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I was a little different on the other hand. Um, yeah. I did not grow up thinking like, gosh, I want to learn five languages like my husband over here. Yeah. Um, that was a little bit more of a challenge for me and is a little bit more of a challenge for me learning, you know, the language that we are. But um, yeah, I'm a photographer, so I love all things uh, visual. I love just like um, anything that's creative, especially in, in the visual department and stuff. So visual design, layouts, marketing, that sort of thing. So that helps with our business as well. Because part of the thing while we're over there is we, um, our visa platform will be a business. And okay. so having that marketing aspect in it is very helpful. So how does that work? If it, if you're, so your visa is a business. So what is the business platform that you guys are doing? Can you say that? Yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about that a little bit. Um, so it's, called a business development center and okay. so what we'll be doing is helping local people run 
and operate their own businesses effectively. So one of the things that we see in our area is that the locals have fantastic ideas for businesses Mm -hmm. and they will frequently open businesses, but then there's not necessarily the financial training, the business training, or any of those things that go into it. So there's really this attitude of, oh, I have the money to open a business. I can open a business and I'll be successful. And that's not the way it works. (laughs) It's not the way it works in America. It's not the way it works overseas. And so we see a lot of businesses close, um, you know, long before they should be closing. And so we want to kind of come into that gap and help people get the training that will help them be more successful long term. And then use that also as a way to teach you know, biblically based business principles and teach concepts like, hey, like God's fine if you're successful, like, but now what can we do with our success and how can your success go reach out and expand the kingdom? Yeah, there'll be a mentoring partnership in there as well. So that will help us be able to help mentor them in different business things and other relational type things. And so that will help us get access to some of the people groups that we're looking at. Yeah. Is is that something that the ministry or the organization you, you, you work with, is that what they sort of something that they did? Or is that something like you guys were like, I think we could do that. And you're kind of using, you're kind of doing that on your own. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I was gonna say it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at first our organization is fairly new on the scene, kind mm. of like we are. And so at first, you know, it was all very broad and, you know, you guys are going to need to have a business. It's really up to you guys what you want that to look like. But as time progressed, we kind of all realized, wow, if every person who goes overseas with our organization wants to do whatever they want to do, that means like they each have to become an expert in these things. Our organization, our organization does a ton on the back end, making sure everything stays legal, making sure everything is financially okay. Mm-hmm. And it would have required them to become experts in dozens of different yeah. areas of work. And so over the years, while we've been there, they've kind of tried to refine their vision and their plan a little bit. And that's allowed us to kind of refine our plan a little bit. Like, it's changed. Our business idea has changed a couple of times. Yeah. But- Yeah, I think at one point we might have told you guys that we were doing a tourist business, a tourism business, because that was plan A. That's no longer our plan, (laughs) you know, for a variety of reasons. God moves in mysterious ways. It's fun to see him um, change and grow and see how things move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the the exciting thing, first off, just about following Jesus is because, you you know, you don't know what adventure lies just on the other side of that step of faith that you take. Exactly. and then also that's that's also part of missions you know um that that idea of kind of where is god working and i want to hop into that place you know i think sometimes we always think that we've got to like okay god this is what i'm going to do and we're going to do it and and yet if you open yourself up to mm. i'm just going to do whatever that's wherever the spirit's leading and where what stream is sort of open and i'm going to hop in that one you know mm-hmm. being that flexible is, is really a place where you can kind of be seen, you can see God do amazing things if you're not so rigid. 
Exactly. You know? yeah. And that's a, that's the great thing about missions to me is missions forces you to be a bit more flexible. Like, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's actually really cool. I mean, what you're just talking about there. I mean, when we went overseas, we knew what we wanted to do. We knew we want to translate the Bible and get the Bible yeah. into people's hands who don't have it right now. But the area we are, where we are, is really diverse linguistically. I think we've got like, you know, at least 20, 30 different languages spoken, most of which don't have the Bible. But right. there's just one of me. And so <laughs> what language do we do? And so yeah. we really had to be doing exactly what you were talking about, like just listening to God and kind of just trying to look and see, you know, God, what doors are you going to open what paths are you going to lead us down to because right now like if it's up to me and i have to pick which one of these 20 30 languages gets your word right like that's, that's a huge that feels like a big weight like oh my right. gosh i've got to decide who gets the bible and who doesn't exactly yeah. so i think one of the most tangible ways that in our first term overseas that we've really seen the lord move is um when we first moved, we moved to the capital city to do language learning. Mm -hmm. And then the goal from there was to figure out where we wanted to move so we could have better access to the people. And so we did a lot of language learning. We did a lot of time in the capital, but then on our weekends, we would go out to different locations. And so we had a lot of time on the train, you know, going to all these different locations. And so it was really fun to be able to go do that. But at the same time, there was a level of seriousness and a level of heaviness with a lot of weight to it. And so, um, every week we would gather together and we would bathe those weekends in prayer ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that we talk about how amazing prayer is, but to be able to sit down and really like pray over that time mm -hmm. was just fantastic. And we would be able to, some of the trips we did by train, like I was mentioning, some of the trips um, we had a look, we ended up developing this relationship with a local friend and he would drive us around to these different places. Um, and we would just sit in the van when we could <laughs> yeah. um, and just pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And we would, every street we went down, we would just like, sometimes we'd pull over and we would be in some random village in the middle of nowhere. And we'd be like, I really feel the Holy Spirit's leading us to get out. And so we would get out and we would have a meal with some person that we had never met before in his little tiny um, hut and it was just so amazing just to be able to see like sometimes we'd walk into a village and the first person that we would run into and we start talking with was the only person that spoke the same language that we were learning and it was mm. like obviously God's mind that we talked yeah. to these people because if yeah. we had run into anybody else we would not have been able to understand them yeah and so it was he these people would then be the spokesperson for what we were saying to the other people around us and so it was just really cool to see him move and see him lead and all these different things. And um, when we finally ended up finding the place where we're, we moved to now, we're now it, not in the capital city anymore. We've moved to our new location. And it's just like, we can always look back at that moment and be like, there's a reason we're here. There's a reason that these are the people that he has called us to because we have these moments in history where we can look back and be like oh god was moving in that and i have his sign i have his i have his blessing and so it's not like his guilt that we were talking about before like oh i have yeah. to decide between these 30 people who gets it and who doesn't it's like yeah. no this is god's plan this is his right. work this is his moving 
And that's, you know, there's a, there's a confidence that comes with that. There's a blessing that comes with that uh, just to know, like I'm in step, like we're in step here with what God is doing. So that's very interesting because I think for one of the things that I find fascinating about language personally, because I study languages and I'm learning Spanish right now. And what sent me on that path for me was something called, which may not be familiar for other people, but heart languages that people had these heart languages. Yes. And I think, you know, for us as Americans, because we basically spend our, our, our work language and our heart language, our mm -hmm. cultural language and our heart language are all the same. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I go to church, I can read the Bible in my language. I can, I can express my feelings to my wife in my language and I can express my heart to God in the same language. I don't have to worry about all that. Um, and it's interesting to me because one of the things you were talking about there is some people may go, well, wouldn't it just make sense to translate the Bible in that main language that you're learning? And then that'd be good, but that's not the way, that's not really what's best. Uh -huh. Yeah. Can you guys speak to that a little bit? You know, um, do you get what I'm saying? I mean, like you, you yeah, wanna, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's definitely one of the things our organization hammers and yeah, I mean, I think when when we did our internship, mm -hmm. we went to Papua New Guinea, and that was one of our big takeaways from that, because, you know, we would talk to the guys who had been working there for years and years and years, and they would just share how impactful it was once the word was translated into these people's actual heart language. Like, they could speak the trade language. They could speak the national language. There was a Bible in the national language. They could read it. They had been reading the Bible for years and years and years. But then the first time they read the Christmas story in their heart language or the mm -hmm. Easter story in their heart language or hear God's word in their heart language, all of a sudden it was just completely new to them and completely yeah. different. And it's like, wow, this is affecting me on a level it's never affected me on. And that's definitely one of the things that we're running into where we are, because, yeah, we have the national language that just about everybody speaks. And then there's different dialects and stuff where people are just maybe pronouncing things a little bit differently. But then when you actually get out into the villages and actually get out into the rural areas, all of a sudden it's like, wow, yeah, this is not the language people are speaking at home. Like they right. may know it. They may have studied it in school they may have to speak the national language when they go into the office or when they do that but it's not the language they speak to their kids it's not the language they speak in their family and i mean that's i think one of the big things about heart language and heart language and translation is you know god wants to speak to all of us in the language that's closest to our hearts right and so if it's just well I speak the national language for business things and it's like these cold emotionless things like right that's going to be how you interact with god if you're having to yeah. interact with him in that language yeah well and like i think it's easy you know some people may go well it's one thing to read like the king james version and then suddenly be able to read like the message and you're like oh, oh. right you know we're talking about people who are having to read like like for me, it would be me reading the Spanish Bible all the time, even though that's not my my native language. And when I go home, I'm speaking English or when mm. I express my 
And that's the thing I think for people, like when we talk about heart language, to me, I always think of heart language as the language I would speak to my wife in, or uh -huh. I would speak to my, ch my child in. That's, you know, that's the language that I feel most comfortable expressing my deepest inner self with. And um, this has really been an eye opener as I've learned another language because it's like I can pray in Spanish, but it's not the same. Like it's just right. not the same heartfelt. It's not the same. Like I don't feel as comfortable going, yeah, did I really mean that? Is that really what I wanted to say? Uh -huh. But when English, I never have to think that. I never have to worry about it because that's the that's where I'm the most comfortable. And so yeah, to be able to to let somebody hear, you know, uh, uh, the God's word spoken to them in a way that's like it's not lost in translation. It's like, this is, this mm -hmm. is it, you know, it's like, well, and I yeah. think it's like the way I explain it to people is it's, it becomes their religion as well. Like mm -hmm. it becomes part of them. It's not this foreigner coming in telling them about our thing. God speaks to them in their language, to their yeah. hearts. And it becomes something that's like, Oh, God cares enough to speak to me in my language. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so when, it's just amazing when you see that the change in people's eyes when they realize that God can speak to them in their language. Yeah, you know, and as I sit here and think about it, you know, Jesus, I think about what John says about Jesus. He is the word, you know, here's literally oh. the word and he becomes what he needs to be in order to connect with humanity, right? So he becomes a human. And then again, this is that same concept. The word of God is becoming what he needs it to be, to be able to connect with a group of people. Yeah. Mm, definitely. So um, let's, let's, um, so real quick, I'm curious, the language where you are now versus the, the main language, is there, is it a dialect thing? Is it a matter of maybe pronunciation or is it an actual separate new language that you now have to sort of navigate? No, it's a separate new language. Uh, so <laughs> as a it, uh, mastered one i guess yep <laughs> nope that'll be it that once that's we once in. we completely you know mastered as much as you can ever master right, sure, not yeah. your native language um yeah. then yeah we get to move on to another smaller language that does not have textbooks or language schools the difficult mm. part definitely is that we'll be learning this other language through our second language mm -hmm. so. oh wow yeah. yeah, that would be like learning French uh, through Spanish. Um, yep. Yeah, wow. Or not even that, probably like German, probably. I mean, um, so let's fast forward. It's 2020. You said in February, you guys came home due to COVID. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know that, you know, that COVID is a whole thing. So what are you guys doing now? So how have you, how are you spending sort of the last few months? So we are still language learning. You know, that's what we would have been doing overseas. So it's what we're doing here. We've been waking up early, video chatting with our friends overseas, mm -hmm. and we've okay. been still able to connect, keep, oh my goodness, my words, <laughs> keep the connection going between our relationships and our friendships, even though we're here yeah. in the States. But then we've also, the other big thing we've been doing is more of the business development business conversations, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's complicated launching a business, you know, it's hard doing that in the States. It's not any easier overseas. <laughs> and so we're kind of doing some stuff on our end to get that ball rolling. And we've actually got some friends still overseas who are able to 
be rolling the ball overseas. And so mm -hmm. we're hoping that by the time borders are open and we can travel again and go back, we're hoping that both of us are at good places where it's like, awesome, we're ready to launch this business. Right, right. So you've done your part, they've done their part. Mm -hmm. We should be able to. Um, so how, uh, is there people from your team? Like, are you, uh, is it just the two of you or you guys in that village or is there a team of you people living? living? Together? So there is a team of us. We are all, all of us are back in the okay. States. Um, yeah, so it's a couple other people who they already have a business um, mm. and we'll kind of be partnering with them in some ways. Um, so they're the ones who are still there and able to keep working. But our team consists of three families mm -hmm. and yeah. we will be running the business development center mm. together. Okay, cool deal, cool deal. Um, so do you guys have... I mean, I know you, you may, I doubt, you know, I mean, you may know more than I do. I don't watch a lot of news. So um, do you guys have an ETA? I mean, a, a, an idea of when you think you'll be able to actually get back um, where you want, where you need to be? We are optimistically <laughs> praying for <laughs> the summer of 2021. Okay. You know, there's a lot that goes into that, <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's what we're, looking at and that's what you know we have a couple of different supervisors who supervise different areas of our work but one of the ones who's like very logistics minded very logical very fact-based fact-driven he thinks that the summer could be doable so okay. if he thinks it's doable <laughs> that's yeah. what we're gonna pray for and look forward to yeah, if he if he's figured it out, okay. Oh, he thinks it. So. Yeah, we've been telling people, and um, we've been doing this as well, that we're praying for June. Okay, well, we will join in that prayer. Um, all Galilee people, we are praying for June, twenty twenty one, so that Travis and Anna can get back uh, where they need to be. Um, is there a potential um, like uh, intermediate step? Do you know, like maybe you could go back to one place before maybe you can go back to your village? We've thought about things like that. Um, neighboring countries. Neighboring countries. Things. But I mean, right now, everything is still really closed over mm -hmm. there. So it's possible that something like that may work out, but yeah. it just hasn't. Um, A lot of times yet. our country just looks strictly at the passport, mm -hmm. not necessarily at the country that you've been living in for a while and stuff. And so it does make it a little bit more tricky. Gotcha. 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 So look, I don't, I know you guys are busy and you, what's your plans for Christmas? Like you guys are going to hang out with your mom in New York, uh, which is where you're at right now. I don't know if we said that, but. We're actually going to be moving back to Minnesota to be with my family. And so we'll be there for a couple of months and things. And so we're just making the rounds with the family, just keep circulating yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, on the move, on the move. Um, you guys have probably got moving down to a hat by now, though. <laughs> I think we've moved like six or seven times since we've been back, just couch hopping. Yeah. Um, so um, is there, what? what is something, as we kind of wrap up, I, I, if I've something I've missed, I want to make sure we cover it. What is, what is something exciting? What is something, I don't know, what, what is something that you would love for people to know about? or you want people to be more about, or you feel like they need to know about? That's a big question. 
That's a big question. <laughs> I think, you know, one of the things that we love talking about is just the relationships we've been able to build. Like, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and, you know, it's, it's easy for some people to look at us and say like, oh, I'm sure you were so glad to be back mm. in the States for Thanksgiving. You got to be with family for Thanksgiving. And yes, that was a blessing. But, you know, it, we were looking back at last Thanksgiving when we were over in Asia and just the fun time we had with our language helper and other local friends. And, you know, we one of our local friends, like she does not believe that Americans actually like turkey. Because she's like, the only time I ever hear you guys talk about turkey is Thanksgiving. Like, I don't think you guys actually like it. <laughs> yeah, and we have another friend who was at our house for Thanksgiving. And he's like, oh, I finally understand why Americans are all so fat. Like, <laughs> you guys just sit around and eat the turkey and eat the bread and eat the potatoes. And then you take like a 30 minute break and eat pie. Like, <laughs> 30 minutes brother I'm, I'm like hey i'm five <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just we that's the part we really miss you know yeah. we no yeah I, I understand that i gotta i i have um my wife and i have some some people that we know that are also in asia um who have been there for for many years all three of their kids were born there that's the only real life that they knew and they they had to come home and i remember talking with him and and i you know we were we were talking and i said um you know your kids like it here like how are they adjusting and he's like man they miss it so bad they mm. miss and for them i'm sure for their kids it's, that's the home that's home mm -hmm. that's what they've known but you know they just talked about how um they just missed being there and and my wife and I we went to Mexico last summer and even she still talks about it she's like hmm. I miss it so much I miss mm -hmm. being there and that's the thing that people I don't know if they understand like when you when you there's something about being there in that context that is so unique and special and powerful mm -hmm. And I think I think part of it is because we we're out of our comfort zone and therefore we see God moving and acting in ways we don't see him in our comfortable little existence yeah that that you almost like it, it just it's undeniable you want to be there you miss it you, you you make these relationships with people you love so dearly um and um and yeah it, it can be mind-blowing to people but like why would you you know don't you miss home like well yeah i mean there's a level of that but there's also this new home that i have and i miss mm, other right. people as well Right. And for Travis and I, it's very much like as soon as we got married, we were basically over there. And so it was our first apartment that we ever got. Our first place was over there. The first memories we have of really being married is over there. We have a dog that's still over there that is not with us currently. And so we miss her very, very much. And, you know, all our married life friends are over there. Yeah. So and especially, yeah, you guys are, are developing your whole entire life your first formative years of marriage are there and that's always going to be a special place. And then your life and ministry is there too. Exactly. So I, I get it, man. Um, and, and so we want to be praying for Travis and Anna. We pray that June 2021, you guys can return and continue to do uh, your business and continue to get stuff working now so that um, you guys can continue to do that. 
And then also we pray for the future um, um, translating and, and all the relationships you're going to build and the opportunities for the kingdom. Look, before I let you guys go, can I pray for you guys? I just, I just really want to pray for the two of you and pray for that um, and, and just go before the Lord with you. So can we do that together? Yes, Thank you. Awesome. Father God, I thank you for the time that we've gotten to spend. Um, I thank you for this young couple that have surrendered their life to you that have said, man, we're going to love you with everything, even if it means uh, moving around the world. Uh, God, we pray now for their business and the opportunities. Help them to continue to um, get the things they needed done, uh, the different uh, elements worked out. Um, and we pray for those that are um, still over there, that they are working all of those things out too, so that when they get back, that business can really take off and that you can use it for your kingdom and for your glory. God, we pray for the relationships that are started, that even though they're distanced, that by the spirit of God, you would you would continue to help them to grow and that they would continue to feel connection. Father, we pray for June of 2021, if not sooner for their return. Um, God, we pray and trust you that you that there's a reason for this. So we believe that great things um, are on the way. We choose to believe that. We please, please, please pray, though, that um, that's an opportunity for them to get back, to get back to see their family, uh, their friends, the, the, the relationships that they're building, and ultimately back to work in the kingdom. God, we pray for all the years and afford, God, that the, the different things that you're going to do. Uh, God, I pray for this young couple that they would not be discouraged, that they would find comfort and grace and strength under you. God, that you would open doors, that you would open the streams for them. God, that they would always humbly seek your word and your, mm. your spirit to figure out what it is that you want them to do. God, mm -hmm. and whatever that is, they would find peace and joy in that moment. God, we thank you for the honor it is to serve you. God, thank you for being so wonderful and gracious and so amazing that you are worth telling people about, God. And we look forward um, to seeing your return someday. Thank yes. you for all the many blessings that you give us. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. And together we say, amen. Amen. Well, guys, I want to thank you again for hanging out with me today and spending some time. Hopefully, um, we've gotten to share a little bit of what you guys do. Um, and, uh, you know, our church is continuing. The, we want you to know, man, we, we're still behind you 110%. And um, we look forward to following up with you again um, and, and, and seeing how, how God is getting you there, uh, you know, getting doing great things. Um, we are in prayer with you about 2021 um so just know that your galilee family loves you and we are with you thank yes, you that thank means you. a lot to us thanks uh, well you guys have a great christmas season and um and enjoy yourselves um and then we're praying that good things will happen yes thank you you too uh -huh. That was this week's edition of the Gallery Podcast, episode 24 with Travis and Anna, one of our mission updates. Man, I, I really enjoyed my time with them. I hope you uh, did too as well. I do appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen or to watch. Um, and so, you know, these are really great opportunities for us to share ministries and things um, that God is doing with people like Travis and Anna. So again, thank you for checking us out. If you have questions about Travis and Anna, um, you can always see myself or Mr. Brian LaRue our youth minister he knows um all about him so we want to check if so if you want to know more be sure to check him out uh that way 
if you want to keep them always keep both of them in prayers um, and we pray God is going to do great things continue to do great things through them um, so listen this will be it episode 24 season one is to a close uh, we will be back in January with season two uh, and so be sure to be on the lookout for that if you haven't already make sure you hit that subscribe button whether you are listening on an audio version or if you're listening on podcast on, on uh, youtube and you haven't already make sure you hit that subscribe button also hit that bell notification if you are on youtube that way you can um, stay notified on up to date on all uh, episodes always please leave some comments we want to know what um, uh, what you think and as always if you have suggestions and topics and things that you would like to uh, hear us talk about make sure that you also leave a comment um, or you can email me joey at galley.org hey thanks again for joining me this has been a great year trying out the episode the podcast excuse me and so we're wrapping up season one with episode 24 travis and anna so hey we'll see you in the new year with Season two.